Sanbo nani? Ninjani. Ninjani. Sapila. First of all, most I would like to. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'd like to welcome our first-time visitors. You're welcome. Please enjoy the service together with us and may God meet you at the point of your need. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I would also like to honor our Father, the presiding Bishop of Grace Bible Church, together with Uma Bishop, who couldn't be here today. Let's put our hands together for our Father. I'm sure you can agree. We've got an amazing Father. A, a seasoned, forever seasoned Father. Timeless. So we appreciate the Bishop. We love him in his absentia, and he, of course, he has asked me to, he has sent me, so he has sent me to be here, um, so I'd like to honor him, also I'd like to honor the leadership of Grace Bible Church at large, hallelujah, Amen. hallelujah. So one of the things that we realize in the Bible, or when we, when we read the Bible, we come across Paul writing to the different churches, and he would send a letter, because oftentimes he couldn't be there physically, and then in that church, there was always someone who was to read the, the letter. So I'm that person today, by the grace of God. I'm just here to read a letter that the bishop has sent. Amen? He has sent to the church, uh, or rather to the, to the service, to the seven o'clock members, seven o'clock service specifically. He has asked me to come and read this particular letter to you. Amen? Hallelujah. As you may know that um, the theme for this month, we are talking, and Bishop introduced this last week, how to embrace the new season. Amen. How to embrace the new season. I'm reading Isaiah chapter 43, verses 19. Isaiah 43, verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it's, it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I mean, God is telling us that he's doing a new thing. And then he gives us a glimpse of what he's doing. You know, he gives us a glimpse of what he's going to do. This is one of the main scriptures for our word explosion. I, I'm still chewing on word explosion, Basalwane. For the next 40 years, scripture, and keep on chewing, Basalwane, because it was an amazing conference. I'm sure you can all agree. It was an amazing co conference with a directive as a church. So we received a directive through the word explosion. So this is a scripture that was analyzed, dissected, studied, and explored um, during the word explosion. Amen. So remuneration, you know, when a cow chews, and then that process, they call it rumination. Okay, so we must ruminate the word. Amen. Hallelujah. There is no water. Amen. Hallelujah. But I love this scripture in this particular version. This is the contemporary English version. I am creating something new. There it is. Do you see it? Streams in thirsty lands. This is the contemporary English version. A friend of mine was reminding me of the first, the sermon that Bishop first preached this year. Do you remember the sermon? Ah, Basalwane. 40-year-old Christian. Basalwane. The first sermon that Bishop preached this year, on the 1st of January, the title of the message was, What do you see? What do you see? During the conference, we are reading a scripture, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. I am creating something new. There it is. Do you not see it? 
it is important, Barcelona, to understand and to see where we are as a church. It is important, Barcelona, to see where we are as a church. The Bible speaks about the sons of Issachar, and when it speaks about the sons of Issachar, it, 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 funny enough, the characteristics, or they were rather characterized as those who understood the times and what they needed to do in those times. We are in specific times. We are in a new era. What is required of us? What is it that is required of us? Just a brief recap. Um, during the sermon yeah, last week, the bishop spoke about how to embrace a new thing. And there are several things that are required for us to embrace a new thing. Right? Number one, get rid of disloyalty. That's number one. Get rid of disloyalty and di- di- division. Number two, get rid of complacency. Number three, get rid. Were you at church last week? So why am I the only one speaking? I know I said I'm the driver, but please speak together with me, okay? Okay, okay, let's try. Let's try. Okay, you can open your notes. Or do you still have them? Were you writing notes? Are you writing notes today? Okay, 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 okay. Get rid of self-praise. That was number three, I need. Okay, number four is coming from you again. Number four. What is number four? You said Yes. Anzwanga? Birthday. There you go. Get rid of being weak, Bazalan. Get rid of being weak and delicate. Sensitive. Stop being sensitive, Mzalwan. Amen. Amen. Number five, get rid of sinful living. Number six, get rid of con. And number seven, get rid of the spirit of unbelief. Amen. Amen. The title of my message, Basalone, is The Pescapacity of Loyalty. The Pescapacity of Loyalty. Amen. What is it, Basalone? What just happened? It's just the title, Basalone. We have not even, we have not spoken, we have not. I've not said anything yet. The perspicacity of loyalty. If I was in West Africa, I was going to say the title of my message is loyalty and disloyalty. If I was in West Africa. But I'm in South Africa. Let us define the word loyalty. Loyalty, according to the World Book Dictionary, is true and faithful to love, promise, duty, or other obligations. True and faithful to love. And the married people said, Promise, duty, and other obligations. Amen. The second definition, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is steadfast in allegiance. To be steadfast in allegiance. Let's look at the synonyms. The synonyms, just the synonyms of loyalty, allegiance, commitment. Dedication, devotion, fidelity, not infidelity, fidelity, faithfulness, fealty, and steadfastness. As we move as a ministry, or where we are as a ministry, one of the main ingredients or requirements is loyalty. You are required to be loyal in Zalwan. You are loyal to the vision of this house. You are loyal to the vision of this house. 
The very same vision that taught you how to pray, the very same vision that taught you how to hear the voice of God. Today you are saying the voice of God is saying otherwise. Loyalty. Look at your neighbor and say loyalty. Look at your other neighbor and say faithfulness. It's a requirement. We see this from God's character. God is characterized by loyalty, faithfulness. I came across an, ama- an amazing scripture. Let me open the scripture. I'm slightly going ahead of myself. The scripture that I came across was 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11. Sorry, sorry, at the back. Uh, it's, this is it's actually the third scripture from, from this particular section. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11 to verse 13. The Bible says, The saying is trustworthy. For if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If, listen to this one, if we are faithless, listen to this, he remains faithful. Why? For he cannot deny himself. He's a faithful God. It's who he is. First John chapter 1 verse 9. The Bible says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to purify us from all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 says let us hold fast the profession of our faith for he is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. Matthew chapter 28 verse 20 says um, I won't won't read from verse 19, but this is where um, Jesus was giving us a mandate. Go ye into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20 says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And the Bible says, and lo, I am with you. Not with you only, always. Always. Faithful God. I will never leave you nor forsake you. It's a promise to date it's a promise to date. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. This is the, the Bible. John was speaking to the different churches here. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. From the seven spirits whom, who, who are before his throne. And Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. The firstborn from the dead and the ruler of all kings. Amen. Why must we be loyal? Why must we be loyal, Salan? Number one, it is required of us to be loyal. It is required of us to be loyal. First Corinthians chapter 4, I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 5. It says, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Stewards of what? The mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required... It is, I knew you did not believe me. This is the Bible. You have to believe the Bible. It is required, ensured, ensured that a man be found faithful. That a man be found faithful. It is not, it's not saying a Christian, a man. It's not talking about male or female. A man, a human being. You must be found faithful. Mzalwan. 
Amen. Before a man is required to be faithful. What more when you are a Christian? Amen. <laughs> you must be worthy of trust, Ms. Alwan. Worthy of trust. This is one of the main things that God requires of us. Be loyal. God is, God is assigning us. God is, is, requires us to do certain things. Certain tasks he has given us as individuals. Where you are working, in your life. Where you go. Where you find yourself. Where you are serving. But there's a requirement. Number two. We can never build anything of substance without loyalty. We can never build anything of substance. Bazalona, I really want to advise. You know, this particular sermon is not the best sermon to, you know, grasp Jay, quickly. It's, it, or to even listen to. It's not the nicest, I, I want to say. And it's probably the most hardest um, to even preach. Uh, so I want to advise. Maybe if you can say your amens before. There's a, there comes a time throughout the sermon where the amen will not come. The amen will not come. There, there comes a time. So I, please, may I? If I may, please advise. Say amen. Amen? While you still can. Amen. We can never build anything of substance with the kind of ministry that you are, we are in. Bazalan, we are building a thousand churches. Imagine if we had disloyalty. Building a thousand churches. Disloyalty. Mercy. We cannot afford that. That is why I must get rid of it. Quick. Quick among us. From the departments, from us as Christians, deal with disloyalty quickly. 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 Number three, we have been warned against this loyalty. We have been warned against this loyalty. At the back, please, can I ask you to open 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. 2 Timothy chapter 3, I need to back up what I just said with scripture. We have been warned against this loyalty. Barcelona, one of the characteristics of the last days is disloyal people will sit amongst us in the last days. People who are disloyal. I'm reading 2 Timothy chapter 3, reading from verse 1. But know this, that I'm reading to verse, verse 1 to verse 4. Ne? But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. Perilous times will come, hard times. For men will be lovers of themselves. One. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, dis, dis, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, and despisers of good, traitors. There you have it, traitors, disloyal people, traitors, people who are amongst you, who are with you but not with you, who are there but they are not there, you will find them in the last days. Just a warning, we have been warned against disloyalty. We have been warned against disloyalty. I did say, while the amen can still come, Allow it to flow out. Don't hold it back. <laughs> Amen. Lessons we learn on, on loyalty. What do we learn? What do we learn from loyalty? What do we learn from loyalty? 
Loyalty does not waver. Aikabazi. Does not waver. Does not waver. Loyalty. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. A friend loved at all times. A friend loved at all times. But a brother is born for adversity. A brother born for adversity. If you are still being called a friend, it means you just laugh at all times. Get to a certain level where you are called a brother and a sister. Then it means you are dependable at that time. It means you are dependable. When they, when they start saying, my brother, my sister, haha, it's a different level. James chapter 1 verse 8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That is why you cannot associate loyalty with a double-minded person. Number two, loyalty is not just what you say. It is also what you do. What you do. Acts chapter 1 verse 1 says, To Theophilus, the first book I wrote was about all that Jesus began to do. Number one. All that Jesus began to do and to teach. The first thing that Jesus did was to do what he taught. So it's backed up by action. Loyalty is backed up by action. Loyalty is a willing decision. It's a willing decision. Barcelona, you have to decide to be loyal. You have to make up your mind to be loyal. You have to decide to be loyal. To align yourself with God's word as far as loyalty is concerned. Now, the difference between Peter and, and, and Judas, Peter and Judas, do you know that at some point, both of them, they were disloyal, like it? They were disloyal. Peter denied Jesus three times, disloyal. Ah, Judas, oh no, mercy, you know? <laughs> the difference is that Peter felt sorry after he did that, after he acknowledged, and he repented. Judas did not repent. That's the only thing that stood against him. Repentance. Loyalty de- demands full persuasion. Full pers- you have to be persuaded, Basalan. You have to be persuaded. You have to be fully persuaded in your heart about anything you are involved in. That is why Lysonden, before you become a member, you don't just become a member. You go through Discipleship Leadership 101. Those two programs are meant to help you to find persuasion in the decision you're about to make. That, that is where we align the principles, the, 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 the ethics, our values as a church. So that they won't get now as we can get it. And you are fully persuaded before you became a member. You don't just become a member. You don't just become a member. You must be fully persuaded. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. I'm reading just the B part. I'm not ashamed for I know whom I believed 
and I am persuaded. And I am persuaded. But if you are not fully persuaded about the church you belong in, about the church you belong in, instead of criticizing, instead of criticizing and being, and being disloyal, I'm starting to count the amens I'm getting. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, that's okay for now. It will encourage me to carry on. Loyalty will demand sacrifice. Sacrifice. Loyalty will cost you certain relationships, Pazalan. If you are loyal to Christ, there some places you don't belong in because of the commitment you have with Christ. Because of the commitment you have with Christ. James chapter 4 verse 4. Whoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy to God. Whoever can be a friend of the world is an enemy to God. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. No man can serve two masters. For either you will hate the one and love the other. Or else he will hold you to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot. We need to resist the spirit of disloyalty and stay loyal. Loyal to what? Loyal to God's word. Number one. Loyal to the vision. To the vision of the house as the leaders continue to follow God's leadership. Leadership of this house. Vision of this house. Vision of Grace Bible Church. Vision of a thousand churches. Turning irreligious people into fully devoted followers of Christ. That is what we are doing. That's all. It has not changed. It's still that. Loyal to covenant relationships. Loyal to covenant relationships. Are we still together? Are we still together? Now, I want to talk about I want to talk about signs of disloyalty. Signs of disloyalty. Before I go there, the two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan, the difference is clear. The kingdom of Satan is, is characterized by disloyalty. Backstabbers. People who hate each other. Eight signs of disloyalty. Eight signs of disloyalty. Or should I say eight stages of disloyalty. Now there are two reasons why you must know these signs and stages of disloyalty. Two reasons. I want to just give you two reasons. Number one, it will help you to identify and to kill such tendencies within you. It will help you to identify and to kill such tendencies within you. If you see any ounce, any sign of the signs that I'm about to, in you, you must deal with it. Or you must just know where you are or where you are going. You must just know. If you are accepting, just know where you are going. I'll tell you the last stage. You will see the last stage or the last sign. Becoming loyal is a process, Pastor 
and becoming disloyal is also a process. It does not happen overnight. And the sad, the sad part of it all is that people who are disloyal, they don't even notice, they don't even know that they've become disloyal. You don't even know that you've become disloyal. Number two, it will help you to detect disloyalty in any person you're associated with. <laughs> it will help you to identify or to detect disloyalty in any person you're associated with. Number one, the first sign, an independent spirit. Number one, the first sign, the first stage, an independent spirit. When someone becomes autonomous, self-reliant, separated, and sovereign, doing your own thing in an organization, in an organization set up with principles. See, I fasted this week when we were trying fasted last week. Selling for this month, you are talking about this when you're speaking about angels and demons. Huh? And independent spirits. We say that. An independent spirit. We learn of a gentleman by the name of Joab. Joab. I'm going to give you four instances where he, was, he had an independent spirit. Four instances. You find the story of Joab in the book of 2 Samuel. So just read all the, the, the book of 2 Samuel. I won't, I won't, I won't read into. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a very um, lengthy book. I, I cannot read everything. I'll try and, um, and, and talk about certain stories. So I'm just going to talk about four. Okay. Now, now Job, who, who was Job? Job? Job was a manager. A company got David. He was a manager. He, he was one of the, the commanding chiefs. He was, you, you can almost say he was the right-hand man of, of David in the Bible. So, so, so this man... The first instance where Job was independent was during the time when Abner was the commander-in-chief of the uh, different section. Yeah? So in this particular section, um, and David, of course, was the government. David decided, so by Baba Nitlash, oh, they had a, a disagreement, um, David and Abner, uh, within the same organization. And then it came, it came a time where David eventually made peace. He went as far as even um, having a banquet, a feast, where he introduced or led to Abner so that a, a, a feast of, of peace. So, 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 you know? And, and he made a feast. You know what Job did? <laughs> yeah, Job. After, after, after the party, after they ate, Abner went to your be a guy. Going home. Job heard, good day, this guy was invited, there was a feast, there he was there. I to know David. He was loyal. He was loyal to, 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 to David. He was very loyal. So, quick, you understand? He was very loyal to David, but he was independent. So, so you can see that loyalty can change and become disloyal at some point. It can change. When you come to such a loyal, can you know? You've gone the other side. In the book of 2 Samuel, 
in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 3, verse 26 and 27, this is what Job did. Job sent his messengers after Abner. He sent his messengers after Abner, which brought him, and then he took him by the side at Zoral. He killed him. He killed him. He killed him. Number two, the second instance where he, he had an independent spirit. Do you know Absalom? Do you know Absalom, ne? the son of David? Do you know who killed him? Okay, we'll go there. Okay. So Absalom rebelled against his father to the point that David was caught in a, 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 at a time where he needed to fight his own son. You know, his own son. In fact, he, he went as far as outseating him from the, from the throne. Oh, 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 Absalom. And then this is the instruction that during the war, this is the instruction that David gave to the commander, or to, to the army, Amiak, to his, to, his, to his team. He says to them, deal gently with Absalom for my sake. Not him. So then the, the battle began, and then, and unfortunately, well, thankfully, the, 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 the war came in favor of David, and then Absalom had to flee with, uh, with, with his, his, his troop and his team. And in him um, running away, that's when um, there's a certain man who found him um, hanging with his hair on the, on the, on the, on the tree. But he used to be part of the army of David. He went and he told the army, hey, but he was loyal to David. But you must not do anything to him, but he's there. He's, he's hung himself, or someone has hung him, but he's not dead. As soon as Job had this, he ran. Three javelins in the heart, dead, killed the son. Independent spirit. Independent spirit. Number three, the third time he was disloyal or he was behaving with an independent spirit is with the, with the fight against, against the city of, 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 of Rabba. There was a fight against the city of, 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 of Rabba on behalf of King David. As soon as he was receiving victory, so this is what was happening here. Joab was fighting in that particular city with the army, David. And in him, he was instructed by David to go and fight. So, Bahamba, Bayolo. As soon as he started seeing victory is coming our way, you know what he did? Actually, David, he said, to glory. You must come here so that you'll be part of this that I'm doing. Because if you don't do that, this is what it does. This is what it says. It translates David in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 28. It threatens David and he says, lest I take the city and, and, and it will be called after my name. It will be called after my name. Independent spirit. You are asked. You are asked to lead a said. Number four. Amen. Two amens. It's okay. I'll carry on. 
something. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Job went as far as taking, oh, there's a certain man by the name of Ohiri, the Hittite. The Hittite. He took him and put him in front of the battle. And the reason why he did that is so that David could feel justified in marrying Uri's wife, widow. In the book of 2 Samuel chapter 11, he did that to Joab. Number five, Solomon was supposed to be king. Ah, this story. Solomon was supposed to be king. David sitting at his deathbed, he makes a wish and he says, I want Solomon to be the king. He makes a wish. That was David's, David's wish and command. Uh, there was a certain man by the name of, or by the name of um, Adonijah. Adonijah. Adonijah also desired to be king. And you know who helped him? Do you know who helped him? Joab helped him to be king instead of Solomon. Alapo, David was heartful. So, sorry, sorry. David was enough. Enough. David was enough. Enough. Enough is enough. And that is when David commanded Solomon to execute, to get rid of Joab. That's when Joab passed away. Amen. That was the first sign, independent spirit. Number two, the second sign, the second stage. Offense. When you get here, when you get here, offense, you must be careful. Hate and offenses usher people down the road of disloyalty. Last week, who's on next throughout the service? Or the parking attendant did not show you the right place. Bagu selena lena. Uquatid. Mungen alaisonen of anufigelet. Ofuni next. Offended. Matthew chapter 24, verse 10. Matthew chapter 24, verse 10. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Another person who was quite offended and it was said. In fact, from, from the second point. From the second point now, from the second sign, all the way to the last sign, it's about him, Absalom. Absalom was not happy at all when his, when his, brother, when his brother raped his sister. He was not happy. He was not happy. He decided from that day that he's going to kill him. From that day, he made, it, he made a decision. Look, I'm going to kill this guy. Another reason why he was offended is because his father did not take the necessary steps. He did not do what he was supposed to do after, he, after finding out Tsuguti, um, Tema was <clears throat> raped. So, Bazalwan, if you see any sign or any ounce of offense, fight it. Fight it. It, it's not, it doesn't only apply to church. In your workplaces, in your family, in the house, in your life, any ounce of offense, deal with it quickly. Kola, 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 kola. Kola. For your own good. For your own good. It's not for them, for you. Call them, Zalwan, call. Passivity. Number three, passivity. 
Hey, where did the time go? Passivity. Passivity. Like, oh, yeah, so disengaged. Also, connecting, you're inactive, uninvolved, you're static. Okay, it's a corner, but a hook. It's a bone, what does it bone? Indifferent and unconcerned. How goes a corner? It's a bone, what does it bone? Jeremiah chapter 48, verse 10. Cast be he that doeth the work of God deceitfully. A curse on anyone who is lax in doing the Lord's work. Number four. Critical stage. Lanage criticism. So you pro- you're progressing. This is a progress. You are moving from one stage to another. It's a progress. You will see the end where you're going. You will see where you're going. This is just a science. So you have moved from which stage? Perceive it. You are moving into critical stage. criticizer. We read a very interesting story in the book of Numbers chapter 12. Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. Verse 1. From verse one, just reading two verses, and Miriam and, and Ahab and, and Aaron, sorry, Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses. They spoke against Moses because of the Egyptian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Egyptian woman. Verse two, and they said, and they said, had the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses, only by Moses, had he not spoken also by us, and the Lord heard it. So, there's a difference between gossiping and criticizing. Gossiping, you're still speaking about. You're still speaking about. Being being critical, criticism is speaking against. Speaking against. You're at a different level. It's a level. Level up. Level up. Someone once said, your, view, your point of view depends on your viewpoint. The point of view depends on your viewpoint. Critical eyes will see imperfections, but the eye of love sees something good and sees the best. It's the eye. Amen. Number five, the political stage. Political stage. I'm not talking about a political party. A political stage this is where you are gathering people. Man, so you know, you gathering people around you. Gathering people around you. The Bible speaks about Absalom in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 6. The Bible says, So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. He stole them. Stole the hearts. Stole the hearts. Number six. Number six. Deception. Deception. You are deceived in thinking you are greater than your seniors, number one. 
Yeah, you are deceived in, in thinking, no, no, I'm better. I can preach better. I'm more powerful. No, I'm, more, I'm certainly more anointed. No, no, it can't. Can't. That's one of the, the, the sad things we saw at Bible school. You know, at Bible school, um, you know, we are sent by our pastors to go to, 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 the, to the Bible school and to go and learn about ministry and to get exposed so that you can learn about ministry and grow and come back and serve. So, so when, we, when we were there, um, some of my colleagues, they, they felt that they are, they've become powerful. They, they felt that they've arrived. They're anointed. They were sad to see. Uh, to the point that they, they even said, no, 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 no. My pastor, Uyang Bambeze. Uyang Bambeze, I want to now go and preach. I want to go to the mission field. To the mission field. He wanted to go. So, so most of them, they actually left their, their churches. They left their churches, they either started their own ministries or they went to other churches because deception, they were deceived. They were deceived. They were deceived. John chapter 13, verse 16, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. Never, never, never. Neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. Number seven. Open rebellion. Open rebellion. This is where splits are born. This is where splits are born. And the deceived fight openly against authority. Openly against authority. So you have progressed. Now you are rebelling. You have progressed. The seventh stage is rebellion. I don't, I'm not sure if you want to know the, the third stage or should I just close in a word of prayer? The last stage or do I, should I just close in a word of prayer? You want it? An amen may not come. You know that. An amen may not come. Execution. Execution. Number eight. Execution. Execution. As I learned, you will pay with your life. You will pay with your life. You'll pay with your life. That is what disloyalty does. For rebellion is a sin of witchcraft and stubbornness. Is iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he had also rejected thee from being a king. This is according to First Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. So you'll pay with your life. Examples of people who are disloyal and they paid with their life. Examples of people who are disloyal and paid with their life. Absalom. Ahitophel. Okay, I'll give you the scriptures as well and then you'll write them down. You'll read them at home. Absalom. Are they showing them? Okay. Absalom, according to Second Samuel chapter 18, verse 15. Ahitophel, according to Second Samuel chapter 17, Oh, sorry. Sorry. 
Absalom, 2nd Samuel, chapter 18, verse. At least you are writing. Absalom, 2nd Samuel, chapter 18, verse 15. Ahitophel, 2nd Samuel, chapter 17, verse 83. Shimai, 1st Kings, chapter 2, verse 46. 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 46. Adonijah. 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 26. And Judas. Judas. Matthew chapter 27, verse 5. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is true. Your word is sharper than any double-edged sword. That even after we've received your word, O oh God, we continue to examine our hearts, asking you to help us, O oh God, help us, help us, help us to be loyal to you, O oh God. Help us to walk in loyalty. Help us to walk in loyalty. Help us to remain faithful. Help us to remain true. Help us to abide in your word. Help us, O oh God. Any ounce of disloyalty in our lives, O oh God, we ask. Terminate it. Remove it. In the name of Jesus, help us. Open your mouth and just begin to ask God to help you. Examine your heart. Examine your heart. Ask God to help you. Help us, O oh God. Help us against disloyalty. Open your mouth and just begin to pray. Ask God to help you. Any ounce, any form of disloyalty, have mercy on us, O oh God. Have mercy on us, O oh God. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Ante breastke. Le breastke. Zegestike. 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 Le bestike. Help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh God. Help us to remain true to you. Help us to walk in loyalty. Help us, Seke, Mama, Mama. Mama, Mama, Mama. Help us, O oh God. Disloyal, ask God to help you. Any error in your life where you've become disloyal, ask God to help you to make right. Ask God to help you to make right. Ask God to help you. Oh, help us, oh God. Help us. Help us, Satan. Help us, Satan. Any form of unforgiveness, 
any form of unforgiveness. Forgive. Forgive. Mighty God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for remaining true to your word. Thank you for remaining faithful to your word. Thank you for your word that you continue to make real in our lives, oh God. Thank you for the fruits of your word, oh God. We bless you and we honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together and thank the Lord for his word. What a word. What a word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible is a double-edged sword. So shang up and hang up. Shang up and hang up. Shang up and hang up. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you please just close our eyes? Close our hearts and bow our heads. Maybe you are here today. I would like to give you an opportunity to respond to God's word. I'd like to give you an opportunity to respond to God's word. To, to respond to God's word. You are here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And you would like to accept him today. You would like to receive him. You would like to get to know him. You would like to make right with God. If you are here in this place, please just, I would like to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. Please just lift up your hand wherever you are so that I can pray together with you. You want to make right with God. You want to make right with God. You want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Is there anyone in our midst? Lift up your hands so that I may see and pray together with you. There's a hand. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I see that hand. I see the hand. I see the hand. Thank you. You want to make right with God. You want to make right. You've walked in disloyalty. You have been shifting the decision of taking God and making Him your personal Lord and Savior all this time. And you want to make right. If you have lifted up your hand, please just stand. Please stand. Please stand. Please Please just stand so that I will pray with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please stand. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to ask you to do one more thing for me, please. If you can, please. The line is in Pambili. Please just walk to the front. Take your belongings and walk to the front. I just want to pray with you. Come to the front here. Come to the front. I just want to pray with you. I just want to pray with you.